the Fox show, um, you're listening, you're tuning in in your car somewhere, you're watching, you're wondering who are these guys, you know, I stumbled on, Christopher Walken's on the show, I'm not sure, is he? Maybe. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's that Falcon time of the week. This is the What the Falk Show. I'm Connor Falk. For past listeners, you know what you're getting into right now. First time listeners, let me explain what you're about to hear. You're about to hear informational, witty, and relevant banter found in conversations with new guests each week. These guests can be from entertainment, from the arts, from education, from sports, from many different avenues. The goal is try to provide an interview and a process for you to learn some insight, a different point of view, and that overall culture. Now, this week on the What the Falk Show, my guest is Jack Paraiso, aka Iko the Rain Man. Now, Mr. Iko the Rain Man is a hip hop artist based out of Florida. He's a new way new age hip-hop artist. Now, what does that mean? That means that Ico tries to make music for everyone out there. Is it hip-hop? Yes, but if you're not a hip-hop fan, if you're not a rap fan, you can still relate and love this music. He likes to add a lot of references to film, video games, television, things like that. So a nerdy guy like myself, a gamer, an avid movie fan, I'm able to find some really good references and things that I'm going to enjoy in his music. I'm going to go ahead and have him on the show, talk about all the different things he does from how he started his music with his Brazilian and Florida roots, kind of the the influences that made him kind of create the kind of music he does, and and why he wants to create a, a, a venue and a culture of music that a lot of people haven't heard so far. He also works as a comedian. He's a videographer. He's done some acting. The guy has some really entertaining music videos. You can find it from Operation 5AM, which is the name of his company. So Ico's going to be a really interesting guest. I'm excited to have him on the show. I'm excited for you to listen to this episode, be it through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or Pod Directory. And don't forget, if you're a pizza fan, check out Ferris Pizza, sponsor of the What the Falk Show. Ferris Pizza is the best pizza for the best price in Bakersfield, California. Let's go ahead and call Ico now. Hello? Is this Ico the Rain Man? Yes, it is. How's it going, bro? How the fuck are you? You're on the What the Falk Show. How's it going with it, you? It's pretty good, man. Happy Memorial Day. Hope you had a nice day full of barbecue and food and uh, hopefully not too hot over there in Florida. No. Well, actually, yes, it is terrible over here in Florida. Florida is probably the worst weather in any state. In the is United it? States. The humidity. I've heard a lot of crazy things about the humidity. I've always been in the dry heat in my life, so I've always had the, you know, I've been lucky with that. Dude. Well, Ico, Ico the Rain Man, you know, Jack, I'm ex- really excited to have you on the show. Got to do some research and kind of find out about your background in music and all the different things you do from, you know, working as a comedian to a videographer to really the kind of stories you try to tell. And most importantly, the kind of new wave, new age hip hop music that you like to produce, which I find really cool because it's kind of someone who isn't the biggest rap fan who likes certain albums or whatnot, but for me, it seems like it's kind of the music that I can relate with, you know, any kind of fan. So I'm excited to have you on the show, man. So let's get started. So we do call it Ico the Rain Man and Operation 5AM. We call it, a, you know, it's been called a new wave, a new age hip hop music. Now, is that your goal? Is that what you, is that what you're trying to produce? You know, not particularly originally. Uh, I'm not really certain what they meant when they wrote uh, that I was considered like to, to be like the new age of hip-hop, but I started to research that, and I think that probably just means that hip-hop that is evolving mm. uh, and trying to capture new sounds with it. Because you listen to a lot of underground rappers nowadays, and they're trying to capture the feel and the essence that were the 90s, and their music kind of just hovers around that era. Whether I think artists who are adapting to new age music or new age hip hop, you learn from the 90s or the mid 2000s. Okay, well, this is certainly something I can understand. As you might know from what's on the show, I'm looking up to work in entertainment, be it through behind the camera, in front of the camera, improvisation, kind of being on your feet are certainly traits that are going to make you successful. So we can certainly hear that in your music. Now, you talked about some of those earlier influences. You know, being in Florida and Brazil, would you say that your culture and what you grew up with has a big footprint on the terms of the kind of music you make? I would say so. Uh, 
it's hard to kind of put a lot of Florida within my music. Um, I guess when you listen to a lot of Florida artists, they kind of have like this club vibe and it's more like Pitbull and like Rick Ross. So I'm not really sure how to incorporate because I've lived in Florida my entire life. Mm. So it's hard for me to incorporate, you know, growing up here, we were very poor. Like a lot of us, you know, just the tough times that we've been through. Um, I, you know, since I am Brazilian, uh, I don't incorporate enough of my culture into my music. I do reference it. I do talk about it a little bit. You might catch a little line here or there that's kind of like, oh yeah, he might be Brazilian, but not enough. I I wish I spoke better Portuguese and wrote better in that language mm. for me to be able to incorporate it in my music more but as i evolve and as an artist that is something that i certainly look forward to doing well now you talked about kind of the humble roots which i can certainly understand so has that been the motivation of you you know you've built this thing with ico the rain man you've built Pro- operation 5am you've had all these great music videos so much success was that a huge motivation for you of wanting to build and create more from humble roots Oh, absolutely. Uh, it all started with me and my best friend, Nate. We were kind of just like, we would listen to a lot of hip hop and we were so influenced by it because it really spoke to us. Uh, I listened to a lot of genres of music, but for some reason, like a lot of the hip hop that I was listening to at the time was really speaking to me. Mm. And it got to the point where me and my friend, Nate, were like, yeah, you know, maybe we could do this, but better than some of the guys that we listened to. Yeah. And then eventually just kind of bragging about that turned into like well put your money where your mouth is so we started to write music and we started to rap and freestyle and then people started to tell us we were really good and towards the end of high school actually yeah my senior year of high school we had to do a project for British literature and my teacher chose us to choose a genre within music and we were supposed to write a song about it what that has to do with British literature I have no idea but (laughs) I chose hip-hop and I performed the hip-hop song that I wrote in front of my entire school insanely nerve-wracking and I can't tell you how overwhelmed with compliments I was filled with after I performed. So that was kind of like the starting point, you know, kind of like that little push that I needed. So yeah. And just that little satisfaction from a crowd, right? Just a little bit of positive reinforcement you get from that crowd. That'll, that'll keep you going for at least a few years, right? To see that people enjoy it and you love doing it. It's kind of as performers, what we're all hoping to achieve, right? So that's going to be the most satisfying thing that you have as a musician. Would I be right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I feel like every time that even if you're not particularly a musician, or if you just paint pictures and then someone compliments you on the picture that you painted and you you feel awesome yeah even if it's one person or it's 20 people trust me it's like it's it's this weird kind of like euphoric feeling well i I love it man because i could certainly understand from my point of view i was i was working on a show and i we were we were in the van going from a different location talking about all these things like man you know so much about sports and films and all these things and i'm saying i know i'd love to be on a radio show does that make me a you know an a-hole for talking about and thinking i'm better than those other hosts and they're saying, no, the only thing that makes you an a-hole is if you can do it and you choose not to. So I certainly understand the push you need. Why not create? In terms of 2016, social media, in terms of the equipments out there, anything you could do from home in your own studio, there's so many opportunities to go ahead and create and collaborate your music. So talking about you know some of the some of the music you do with Ico the Rain Man, Operation 5AM, you have a lot of references to film, to television, especially video games. And you and I have gotten some conversations on Twitter about those things. Now, do you try to appeal to the nerds like myself who are gamers and who are big film buffs? Um, yeah, kind of. Like, when I first started, I felt that there was sort of, like, a a figure within music to represent that culture. Mm. Uh, and that's something that I just generally talk about. Like, if I don't know who you are, but you come up to me and you start talking to me about 
superhero movies or video games or comic books or just like TV shows, like we could have a conversation for a very long time. But I think it naturally happened as well. Uh, I try to put as much of my personality into my music. Yeah. And just being a big nerd i think that just like you know naturally started to show i used to get really excited when some of my favorite rappers would be like oh shit he just said spider-man he just (laughs) mentioned spider-man so i was just like well what if i was the rapper that would make a reference to a specific spider-man comic book like just be a little bit more hardcore with it yeah but at the same time try to uh appeal to a wider audience then i don't know i think just making nerd music just came naturally yeah nerd yeah, well, yeah, I could certainly, hey, me as well, so nerds stick together, right? So Absolutely. here we are on the show, I'm excited to have you on, and I don't know if you're a fan of pizza, but the sponsor of the What the Falk Show, Ferris Pizza, is the best pizza for the best price. Ico, if you ever find yourself in Bakersfield, California, please check oh, out I'm Ferris Pizza. I'm going to do that. Awesome. Now, some of those projects you said you like, movies, television, comic books, what's some of your background, what are the things that you're into? Because this, most, you know, I have people in entertainment, whether interviews from music, or sports, whatnot, movies, film, television, they're also huge movie buffs, huge nerds as well. What is the stuff that you grew up being into? Um... Video games primarily uh, was kind of like the focal point for me, especially movies. I didn't particularly know that I was going to be interested in filmmaking Mm. until I was like, gosh, I was late middle school. I started, I got a camera for my birthday and then it just went like uphill ever since then, me and my friends making movies. But uh, before I actually got into uh, music production and film production, I started, uh, I was pursuing uh, video game production. Mm. I wanted to design video games, but I... Not having the knowledge that I know now, it was very different and a difficult time for me to be able to enter uh, the video game industry. I thought at the time that my only way was basically going to college uh, through a, like a video game college. And the video game college that I wanted to go to is very expensive, mm. like $80,000 a year expensive. Wow. Okay. So I couldn't afford that. Uh, so I was, I was in limbo for a while, uh, not really knowing what I was going to do once I finished high school. But I think just being good at uh, making music and working with videos, I kind of just naturally blended the two together. And I was like, you know what? I will try to make a career out of my interests and my passion and what I'm good at. So, and, can, and I, as I was deciding if I was going to do this or not, that was like when YouTube was blowing up. And mm, now there's perfect. people who work for YouTube literally just by putting out commentary on like movie reviews and stuff like that and i'm like this is your job you have like a quarter million people watching your videos every day and you're getting a very handsome paycheck for every video you put out yeah i think i could do something with this exactly that's what i started to do it, so. it seems pretty cool so let me let me ask you this in this new digital age in this new social media age if any listeners are out there right now you know in this country or out of the country hopefully they're everywhere hopefully i'd be awesome if someone was in space and listening to the what the folk show and listen to some shit. entertaining awesome. and informational banner from great guests like yourself what are some advice or some tips you would give someone who's trying to build a brand in today's day you have to kind of trick your audience you have to come out of the gate looking professional like when i first started i i kind of have to look at my stuff in third person perspective because like i don't think a lot of uh artists particularly look at the quality of the material not not particularly of the material that you have because i think art is subjective whether i think my music is awesome someone else may think differently um you have to present it professionally so when i the first song i ever released like out of the gate before people actually ever really knew that i made music i was like well i already have a website it was immediately on itunes it was it had like a really professional made cover art song was very well so even though i had no fans or no one really knew that this is what i was doing like if i went up to a complete stranger and i show them like 
this project, they would probably think that I was a little bit more professional than I actually was, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so, so, so kind of the idea of, you know, you, you put your stuff out there to have the information, be it the websites or the different the different informa- places for them to go to check out and find legitimacy of who you are. Not just, okay, it's great music, but oh, here's his website, here's some information, he's got his YouTube, his Facebook. You oh, know, absolutely. You got really That's good right. graphic art on your, on your Twitter, for example. You're always coming up with cool promotions. So I think you would say that aesthetically, it's something you really have to use to kind of gain an audience. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I do all my own artwork, and I'll give you an example, too. Uh, I remember the first time I was performing uh, for this album that I released in 2013 called Attack of the Rain Man. It's an EP, actually. Okay. And this kid approached me, and he was just like, hey, I do videos, and I really like some of your stuff. I want to sh- uh, shoot some videos for you. And I was like, cool. Uh, you know, I would love to work with some other videographers. It's really tough filming videos that I'm involved in because I'm really the only person that that I know among my friends that knows how to handle a camera. <laughs> The way that I want them to handle it. Yeah. And I was like, so where can I find some of your videos? And he was just like, all right, you just go to Vimeo and then type in blah, 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 1994. <laughs> and like, I was like, oh, like, okay, like, hold on. Let me write all of this down. Like, <laughs> so, and then I was just like, he's like, well, where can I find some of your stuff? And I, I was just like, well, it's simple. I go to rainman.com and I gave him a little business card yeah. and I am like, I had like four or five fans at the time. I had like literally nothing below my feet. And I remember, uh, I'll never forget this. Like he kind of looked at me like, huh? Yeah. Like this kid is really like, like he's okay. not fucking around. Like yeah. he has his own website and his business card. And again, having your own website and a business card, it doesn't really cost that much money. Like any no. Joe Schmo could have it, but it was just the way that I present. I think that goes for any artist that the way that they present their work. So yes, yeah, so people can see your information and they could say, so hopefully you could adopt this phrase instead of now they say you're not fucking around. Like instead of F you, you know, you're not fucking no, around. I'm anymore. Fucking around. Yeah. Right? You're not fucking around. Sir, That's what's sir, great about that's what's great about having my last name is easy to use in that kind of course, and that's why you have the What the Folk show using as many puns as humanly possible on the show. So next, you know, let's talk about Operation 5 AM. It's your company. It's what you produce with everything. Now, we've talked about the, the trends of how you try to make music that doesn't just that doesn't just appeal to one type of audience, you know? So if I may be a classic rock fan or I'm, if I'm an early 90s hip-hop fan, I can still like the Ico the Rain Man music that comes out today, 2013, 14, 15, and so on. Now, you know, is that what you try to do for Operation 5 AM? If, if you know we have say we have an alien comes here drops in florida meets you operation 5 a.m here it is what, what would you tell them what kind of music could they expect from you wow that'd be really fucking weird if we had particularly moon bears from the moon <laughs> our planet and, and start interrogating us oh gosh where would i start <laughs> i think uh the music that i try to make is the same kind of music that brought me into him okay like i remember growing up and hip-hop uh i know this probably sounds really generic but i remember that no hip-hop spoke to me until eminem spoke to me okay because he was actually speaking to me yeah but then he would i feel like like he's very like if you're talking about musical influence eminem is up very much up there he would do a lot of what i try to do he would try to tell you a story or try to tell you something, but at the same time, he's using his anger and his like sense of humor uh, to try to relay that message. I try to do the same thing, but I'm also angry. I'm also uh, a hopeless romantic and I'm a nerd. So you'll okay. hear a lot of that within like me trying to have like a discussion with you. And I don't know. I, 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 li- I have a lot of artists that I work with and they're all very different styles and i feel like i'm probably one of the few 
storytellers of the group. Not that that particularly makes anyone better, but I just feel like speaking to someone to be able to understand them will bring you closer to uh, your audience that you're building. I think, so, that, I think uh, that makes sense. As, as me as a listener, if I can relate with the person and then I can go ahead and appreciate their art a little more when I understand where they're coming from. And it sounds like you're coming from in many different places from how you look at music and how you want to produce it, which leads me to my next question perfectly and my host point of view here, hashtag host the <laughs> What The Falk Show. Um, you're more than just an artist. You know, you've worked as a comedian, you do your videographer, you've done some acting. So how did you jump into that? Do you have certain one of those that you like more than others is that a career you're also going to continue to look into because we got to think about it. um rappers now you know hip-hop artists in general you already are a performer so you already are acting you already are improvising like we talked about so are those venues that you're going to try to tap into more and more yeah absolutely i think filmmaking is my favorite thing ever like i want to be the director i want to direct the next batman movie i want to direct some of the original stories that i've written i've written so many short stories and uh, i have a few scripts that are in the vault that i just i'm telling you man like as soon as i go viral on youtube to a certain degree like i could bring some of these stories to hollywood and i really want to try to sell it i, I have some ideas that it haven't been told before as far as like in the real in the realm of filmmaking because uh that's what really kind of drove me into it uh music is kind of like my uh kind of like the front door to get into what everything else that i want to get into okay. i remember tyler the creator i i watched him like be nothing to be like this huge sensation that he is now and he went viral on youtube and then like a like a year later, he's like directing commercials for Mountain Dew. Wow. And he's like directing like these big time budget music videos that he's doing. And I felt like if he wanted to create a movie or if he wanted to write a script and he could take it to Hollywood, you, you see other rappers like become actors and stuff like that. I would love to act as well. I, I do. Uh, we've done so many. Like if you go to my YouTube channel, we've done so many pranks and we've had to like dress up and like we've put ourselves in these situations where we have to play characters. So just being behind camera and working with like film and movie productions like that's like my favorite thing ever even more than music but i feel like music is easier for me to sell yeah and help me kind of achieve this like success that i'm looking for and if i achieve the success that i can with my music i could use that to kind of like jump into the music movie industry well, yeah. i don't know if it'll work but who knows no i think it's more recon because you're in florida so obviously you're not in the capital of the entertainment industry but you're trying to create your own content in the meantime continue to build your followers so when you have that base and you know if you come to hollywood and kind of create those bigger projects they're already going to be in there they're going to know who you are and your themes they're going to jump on that and then you start having more and more of the followers so being someone who works in this business who had some success you know certain awards blah 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 certain shows blah 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 what i would tell you tell you is two things that you have going for you one you got a good voice bro so that's Thank good you. if you want if you want to do some acting two you're actually making things if you had any, any idea of how many people i meet when i'm out here in la that say they're a writer well do you have anything you've written uh no i'm a big picture kind of guy Okay, well then, you know, I, I can't say it to their face, but you're not necessarily a writer, dude. Are you, are you full of fucking shit? Are you full of fucking, you know, are you full of fucking shit? So you're not exactly a writer. So the fact that you're already creating scripts, you're creating your content, that puts you ahead of a lot of people in this business. So hold on to that and know you're doing okay. I'd, I'd tell you, you know, give you some confidence for that. Two, or you know, three, 
myself actually just while we're on the show i don't want to do too much pitching here but i actually have friends and colleagues who send me their scripts because i love film and television do i have the artist point of view yes do i work in it yes but i also understand what sells and a lot of people want to be art house films they want to make those kind of things and change the world but to be successful you don't change the world you make things that make money you make things that are entertaining that are successful and then you know viacom who owns paramount and time warner and all these other things all they care about is the quarterly gdp the profit of what that small company is going to make them well how much money can you make them and i think that if you look at it that way then you're going to be okay you can understand so if you ever have an idea and if you want want to send me a script that i can look at and say hey maybe this or that i'd be happy to do that i have a lot of people oh, with friends that do that that would be a blessing i love Absolutely. I, i'm really glad we met not even because i got a chance to be on the show but like i've looked at you know i've done some snooping and i've looked at where you've come from and yeah. some of your background but and uh, yeah absolutely like uh having like a friend or just like a colleague in the, in the movie the film industry is incredible honor <laughs> oh no yeah no worries man i appreciate it. i appreciate your point of view and and, and um, just how much energy and you're putting into what you're doing i really like your music and again i appreciate having you on the show man so i guess just an example of 2016 about how people can connect how awesome social media is i mean sure it has some downfalls but if you're someone like us who's creative and just want to put their stuff out there and network and meet people it's an invaluable venue it's an invaluable venue to go ahead and move on and, and meet people from there so this is the opportunity for you to go ahead and pitch everything you are i go the rainman.com where can we find it facebook youtube YouTube, everything the listeners out there where can they find your content oh thank you my man uh actually you can find me everywhere you could google Ico the rain man it'll bring you probably to everything on itunes spotify instagram i don't have a myspace uh, <laughs> what's <laughs> nice. it called facebook everything is Ico the rain man it's all universal so whichever social media form you have Twitter, uh, like I said, Instagram or Facebook, it's all Ike of the Rain Man. If you want to listen to some of my music, SoundCloud is a, a free option for you to listen to all my music. Uh, so is Apple Music and Spotify. Okay. And if you wish to purchase my music, it's also on Amazon and iTunes. Okay, awesome. Well, all that, all that information will be in the description of this episode, which will be available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Pod Directory, and anywhere else that will put it. My parents, as they usually do, will be handing it to people. Hey, listen to my son's podcast here in Bakersfield. So that's something they're going to do as well. Certainly a lot of people are going to put it out there so we're nearing the end of the episode first thing i have right now these are the random questions i just throw out there to try to get you off you know they're not gonna be too crazy i didn't really prepare you for them so here we go now your batman movie that you want to direct who's batman who's the villain oh gosh all right uh the villain would probably be the red hood love it uh jason todd love it come back uh batman who is batman i am probably going to choose the actor that plays john snow kid harrington Uh, nice a little bit older not the actor that he is now okay give him like another 10 years when he looks a little bit older he looks like bruce wayne to me and I, uh, I don't know. I think, yeah, he would probably be a decent Batman. Okay, well, I was going to say, let me audition for the Jason Todd part. But since we're doing Kit Harrington, he's only a few years older than me, bro. I got to say, give me a chance. Let me jump in there. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, oh, let me ask you, did you like uh, Ben Affleck's Batman? Uh, to be honest, bro, I only saw it once, and it was just so much at once. Like, I need to watch it again. I'm such a Nolanite. Batman begins to change my life in a lot of ways, if I'm being honest. So it's hard for me to ever look at anybody. Like, Bruce Wayne, to me, the best Bruce Wayne ever was Christian Bale. Now, the best Batman ever? I'm, I'm weird like this. I liked Michael Keaton, just the way he actually played the Batman. I like Ben Affleck, but I guess... I guess I just can't really give a full answer because I got to give him another opportunity. Like, it's hard because, you know, I knew it wasn't going to be like Batman Begins or that kind of realistic down in realism world, but it was going to be Zack Snyder all over the place. So there are things that I liked about it and there were things that I didn't. But I am excited. What I would like to see is future Ben Affleck directed Batman movies. I would certainly be excited yes. for that. Now, does this mean that you also are super excited for Suicide Squad? Do you have high expectations oh, for that? absolutely. I'm a huge DC fanboy, so I'm, I'm, I was actually very... Uh 
optimistic about Batman vs Superman. Uh, the first time I saw it, I really, really liked it. I went back after taking in a lot of people's criticism, and I went and saw what people had to complain about. I, yeah. saw, I had looked through the fanboy glasses, and I still liked the movie. I think Ben Affleck was a great Batman, but I had to see a little bit more to be able to put him on any list. But I will probably agree with you, uh, Michael Keaton is probably the best Batman. He was the man. Okay, next question. It's kind of random. Would you rather have a pet dragon who just flies and you know shoots fire, or would you rather have a talking ninja monkey? Pet dragon. Pet dragon. Yeah, easy, being easy. able to fly everywhere. Yeah. Being absolutely. able to fly everywhere. Okay, now if there was one movie you had to remake right now that's not Batman, it's not superhero movie, what would you remake? You want to give your point of view on the story. Gosh, that is a damn good question. If I were to remake any movie, um, I would remake this movie called Control. Okay. It is my favorite movie of all time. Nice. Uh, I, gosh, the, he, like, the director, he's not up there as far as one of my favorite directors because he's only done one other movie and it was Predators, which was, gosh, it was awful. The director is Nimrod Antal, pardon if I'm mispronouncing the name. It's a Hungarian movie, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. It takes place in like a subway and it's not in English. Um, I've seen a lot of movies be remade, like Let the Right One In, yes. which their American adaptation was actually even better than the original one. Okay. And this movie is a perfect, it's like a masterpiece. It's my favorite movie of all time. And it, I, it's hard to even want to touch it, but if I would want an American, it's such a, because it's a foreign movie and a lot of people are not trying to read subtitles so i would really want the story to be told for people to be able to see so absolutely yeah, control what a k okay and one thing to say for listeners who don't know much about florida like myself unfortunately i've never been there what is one word you would use to describe the state bipolar <laughs> i love it nice very descriptive okay i love it man okay here's a chance last uh end of the episode i really appreciate you coming on the show man anything you want to say to the listeners say goodbye all right uh well thank you Connor Falk for yeah, having man. me on the show, but Falk I guess I'm um, here to let you guys know. Uh, I'm just gonna, you know, it's probably gonna get a little weird if you guys, you know, want to tune this off. I understand. Uh, be prepared. <laughs> Don't tune it off. Uh, no, 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 seriously though, be prepared because there's a moon bear army that's going to be invading our, our planet from the moon. Uh, the only way to stop them is probably to destroy all the whales in the ocean. The Japanese were right, and that's it. That's all I gotta say. Okay, man. Pretty. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't, just leave it as that. Just leave it at that. Okay. Uh what the folk is what I'm we can super weird in here. Is what we can weird. is what we can say to that. Okay, Iko, I really appreciate you being on the show, man, and I really appreciate connecting with you and I hopefully you and I can collab together someday, regardless. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I would certainly be reaching out to you. Reach out to me, like let's like make let's make something happen. Yeah, sounds good, man. Okay, I'm fucking looking forward to it. So I appreciate you being on the show and I will go ahead and release this this week, everyone. I'm sure they're gonna I'm sure they're gonna Find this episode entertaining because we have two people here that like what they're doing. They like talking about what they're doing. And that's the goal of my show. People who are bored in traffic. You know, you got people coming home from World Day Commute. You got people who don't want to be in school. People like myself who listen to stuff when they're playing video games or, you know, who don't want to listen to their girlfriend or boyfriend. Listen to the What the Fall Show. Listen to a great guest like you, Iko the Rain Man. So thanks again, Iko. I will talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. So that was uh, Jack Pariso, Ico the Rain Man, a really talented musician. As you can say, just a really talented person when he works as a comedian, actor, videographer. The guy has his hands on a lot of different things. Based out of Florida with Brazilian roots, tries to give music that doesn't just relate to one specific genre. Tries to get music that we can all relate to and enjoy. So if you're not the hugest rap fan or hip-hop fan, you're not used to how the usual words and themes of that music, check out Ico the Rain Man's music because it's different. It's up there for anybody. It's not necessarily one thing. It's a lot of different things because he's coming from a lot of different places. So I think you're going to enjoy that music. 
music. Find him, IkeLarayman.com. have his Facebook, his Twitter, all the information on the description of this show. As you know, this is the What The Falk Show. I'm Connor Falk. I really appreciate you listening to the show. Anytime that you're bored in traffic, I'm trying to just provide some time filler. Living in Los Angeles, I'm stuck in traffic all the time. It's hot. I'm listening to the same radio song being played over and over. So I want to provide something different. Maybe something different, you can learn something in the process. So maybe you learn something about how to build a brand. You learn something about what it's like to be use YouTube to take advantage of, of video equipment, things like that. Hopefully something in this episode kind of made your day better. And you're like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and check that. I'm going to go ahead and Google that. So have a great Falcon day. I'll talk to you next Falcon week. Find the show on SoundCloud, iTunes, Pod Directory, Stitcher, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. I guess I wasn't fast enough. To understand what I'm about to tell you, you need to do something first. Something first. You need to believe in the impossible. Can you do that? Can you do that? I go the ring, man. Operation 5 a.m. Most always thought it wasn't fast enough I used to be not so tough When I run I can feel the rush When I run I can feel her touch Get with me When you chase success you move quickly Move swiftly Remember when you didn't believe Now everybody in the world can see What happens when you won't accept defeat Run, run to this blood on your feet Rid, rid of these bad guys right off of the streets Every new week there's a bill in the sweep Gone in the flash, back in the peep I picked him up, hit him up bad I Gave him the arms that I had I Gave him the strength and the struggle The pain and the tears and the rain and the rubble Katana I kept in the back of the attic The glory the shame to the wrath of my habits And I've been thinking thinkin', Running these thinkin', lights up like they're blinking blinkin', I made up my mind when I was sinking A man without pride is a man who would never live to his prime, prime, prime Run, Barry! There's some things you cannot run Some things always manage to catch up to you catch up. You can do this now, run to your own breath and run To this nothing left to run To these steps will take you, break you Living that life where we break through Never will limit myself to the limit Artists will live and they'll die by the gimmick Strong enough to be Superman Sit around and did nothing I live my life in assumptions What did that get me? Nothing I was tired of being this Ben Riley clone Nobody I was meant to be somebody I picked up my phone from the lobby I'm on top of the clouds Watching the world They're calling me Kami Enter the matrix the process What success would I Conquest, I haven't lost yet The scriptures I read you I found in my closet I rose from the basement I'm up in the attic I killed these MCs I didn't need any practice So am I Spider-Man or his cousin? B- Batman or am I Alfred? R- Ricky Bobby or a spectator? Anakin or am I Darth Vader? I'm a marksman Running around Star City's rooftops You can get your ass shot With an arrow if you think this ambition will stop Go ahead and just run, Barry I don't think that both of you I think it chose you all of us, we have forgotten what miracles look like. Maybe because they haven't made much of an appearance lately. Our lives have become ordinary. But there is someone out there who